Punk Podcast. I think I got punk wrong. Hello and welcome to the Art and Science Punks Podcast, where two lifelong learners, one energized and one exhausted, talk about art, science, engineering, <laughs> technology, and how we play with those things in our day-to-day lives. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stanzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hey, I am Rob Stenzinger. Which one of us is exhausted uh, and and... And not, I mean, or versus energized there, or is this an exercise for, for the listener? I think it's probably going to be pretty apparent. <laughs> is it? All right. Yes. Fair enough. We'll see how it goes, punk partner. <laughs> right on, right on. So what, what is our, our, our topic tonight? We're going to talk about kicking the bucket. Well, I, I guess that's an important topic. A, Did you play um, Kick the Can when you were a child? Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's, this is um, a lot like that. It's a, Okay. Good. So for the podcast, we're just going to run around. Nice. We're just going to run around and kick a butt again and yell <laughs> jailbreak. Okay. That's fun. So um, I think a lot of, um, it depends on where you grew up as far as what the rules were for yeah, I don't think I ever played kick the can. I the we can. played jailbreak. Okay. I grew up in small town South Dakota, and and we I played. Think there's jailbreak. an overlap of, of rules though, because in kick the can, um, <clears throat> there was sort of a a reset that um, people who were caught were sort of you know they were they were held right. I mean, put I guess in a jail, right, and or a penalty box, and then when someone else. If, came along and succeeded in kicking the can without getting caught, then everyone was freed. And I mean, that's kind of a reset. And it reminds wow. me of your jailbreak. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. So um, here's what Wikipedia has to say. Oh, okay. Um, kick the can, also known as 4040, pom pom, tip the can, and can up, can down. <laughs> huh. I've never that's heard a, of any of those. really precise. I mean, yeah, can up, can down. Someone's going to get out a protractor to, to to determine, you know. It's an outdoor children's game related to tag, hide and seek, and capture the flag. Mm-hmm. That's really all it tells me. Nice. Okay. Well, good. I mean, I it it I, your descriptions in the past that I've heard of jailbreak sound pretty similar. To kick the can. To kick the can. I mean, it, I guess to me it just just depends on which aspect you're most excited about. Well, that really exciting segue, uh-huh. um, completely unrelated to the episode tonight. It, well, I think there's a. I think we have a metaphor, uh, hopscotch, right? So you go Ooh. from allow me to wedge a metaphor to glue metaphors together. You go from, <laughs> you know, you 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 talked about kicking the bucket, kicking the can, but really we're ta- we're, we're talking about like a summer bucket list, right? Absolutely, and I guess you could say. Jailbreak and kick the can were um, things that we enjoyed from our summers when we were children. Bam. Wow, look at that. We tied it all together. Yeah, nice work. Work here is done. Almost. Almost. Just a little bit more to, to talk about. All right. Well, yeah, summer bucket lists. And um, we've been talking a little bit this week is, is we've done a summer bucket list, uh, I want to say probably five or six summers in a row. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the summer we moved. Let's see. But we've done it several summers. We may have gone easy on ourselves. That that was the summer where we sort of, we brought in like uh, the simple 
version yeah. of the bucket list where it was like, get ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Hooray. <laughs> Check that off the bucket list. And uh, yeah. And so we lowered the hurdle a bit, but, um, but the whole idea of this summer bucket list, I mean, where, how did we, how did we start this? And then like in the years since we've started it, you know, of course, anything that seems to catch on in popularity gets, gets different know, opinions. Gets crazy spouted. huge. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think it was a blog I had read, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not going to know the original one because now every bro- every blog has mm-hmm. a summer bucket list um, or a summer bucket list, you know, family idea. But I think it was a summer where we weren't going to go, um, we weren't going to do any traveling or any vacations. I think we both had crazy work schedules and low finances. And so we were like, you know what, we're... We're not going to take any trips this summer. I, don't, I think we weren't maybe going camping at all. We were mm-hmm. just, it just wasn't going to be one of those summers. And so we said, okay, there's plenty to explore in our community. Mm-hmm. So let's sit down and kind of make a plan. Yeah. What are things that we really want to make sure that we experience this summer? Yeah, that's that's pretty straightforward. It's kind of like a seasonal version of our goal planning. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah. Just put, you know way turn the turning the dial far closer to all fun activities it's not really about well, what yeah. do necessarily oh not necessarily accomplishing yeah want goal to, you know accomplish this thing grow in this way what have you it's just like let's let's have you know these experiences yeah um which i think is a really kind of fun way to kind of position and sort through and sort out the summer. Mm-hmm. The other thing I'll say is we live in the Midwest, right? In the, the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. We have amazing summers oh, and then yeah. really flipping cold winters. Mm-hmm. So summertime is a, is a special time here. And so there's a ton that happens in the twin cities in the summer. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's um, a, a widespread, like, um, hmm, just sort of a summer mode because it's not mm-hmm. like it's not particularly you know urgent or you know harried or difficult or tense or something, but like there's just this immediate blooming and you know bunch of activities all the time in like many many cities in the in the area. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, and people, everybody people has a all, festival, so there's a festival every weekend if you wanted. Yeah, there's like lots of traffic going, you know, out of town toward, you know, cabins, cabins yeah. and things like that. That's just a part of the area that we live. And it's just um it's it's a different it's a different kind of thing because that's not like that kind of weekend use. It, I mean, it's it's different in in the winter and the in the fall, I would say. Absolutely. So, um Although the fall is like my favorite around here. Mm, yeah. I love the fall, but I digress. There's, yeah, so sometimes you can get a great fall where it's like now the weather's mild and there are, you know, just a lot of great things to do still and mm-hmm. great fall colors and whatnot. So that's that's kind of like a bonus summer. Totally bonus summer. Yeah, but um, but it, so that's why it, that that's where it, like if someone was wondering like why is this a big deal? Yeah, you know, it's it's just a little more urgent. And that time, if you if you've if you've grown up in this sort of area, you and you know, in your adult life, I mean, you're going to, you know, whatever day jobs or school or um, whatever kind of projects. It's easy to have those months um, just go by. Disappear on you. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. So I don't know. Like that's that's there's a lot of natural forces where this kind of thing of saying like let's put way more emphasis on some pretty you know not they're they're just they may seem mundane the activities but like putting more emphasis on them means that we're likely to to do them yeah well and i think there's another kind of benefit or um, purpose for kind of putting together the summer bucket list is it's a great planning activity to do as a family you Mm -hmm. know and it's one of those things where you can sit down and everybody can contribute ideas um you know we take it as a brainstorming exercise where we write everything down um you know including you know fly an airplane to the zoo um you sure. know. <laughs> the, the 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 typical things as far as you know big family brainstorms things like yep um uh getting horses comes up yep buy a um, horse puppies dogs that yep. kind of thing yep the horse can just stay in the um dining room Sure. There's usually a, ho- a room in the house where no, that's where the horse will go. Yep. Technically, I think that's possible, right? Maybe. Yeah. Not going to happen though. Nope. But it's on the list. Getting a horse. Um. Well, let's see. So it's on the list where it's like we want to get everyone's ideas, right? And that's that's how you know that's how the kids participate. In, right. You know they. And where does it really? Because I'm you know. Oh, I thought you meant looking that over I that, asked the o- for a horse. official. <laughs> uh, I don't recall you ever asking for a no, horse. No, I've never asked for a horse. I was just kidding. Yeah. But it clearly comes up a lot in this house. Yes, it does. Um, so, yeah. Like, so the, let's see. The, the whole, the brainstorming process and getting stuff out. I mean, that's really important. So it's not like and we, also, we discount it and we're right. discouraging mm. or whatever. But like I, you look at the final list, that stuff doesn't make it. Well, we, I don't think we have a final list yet. Oh. Right? This is, I think, what you're looking at. That's a draft list. So the, it's just like art? I mean, a bucket list is only abandoned. It's never finished? <laughs> what was that statement? I don't know, like, so they say whatever. I mean, okay, now I got to look it up. So that, um, they say um, art, art is never finished. It's only abandoned, right? Oh, abandoned. I thought you said something about it being a band, and I thought oh. you were taking a swing at like bands. I was right. Like, wow. Okay, so we're wondering who is more tired at this point. I think so. That's actually attributed to uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Feels like something. Art is never to. finished; it is only abandoned. Yep. Gotcha. Um, no, I think. Um, I think we just need one more iteration of our summer bucket list, even though we've already started on the many things. Because mm-hmm. we had one, maybe two brainstorming sessions, um, which is great activities for the family. I think the other piece of it is, is it's a good um, planning tool, yeah. right? So then, so just, you mentioned that. So like, what, like how so? Like, what do we use this for then? As a, you know, like, it's a good planning tool. Yeah, I think. Um, Helping kids kind of understand planning, right? So here's a bunch of things that we want to do. It's teaching planning itself. It's teaching planning. Um, But it's also like it's the weekend. We should look at our bucket list and see if there's something on there we're going to um, complete. We should also, um, and one thing that we've often done with ours um, through the years is we hang it somewhere and we do revisit it and mark things off when we do them. Sometimes we do do put things on there that are... um, a little simpler things like 
go for ice cream. Mm. Um, and so those <laughs> we, we like. Once that made it on the list, I don't think it has left. Yeah, it's it keeps, never coming it, off. It, it, we like to go for it. It's ice cream. so good to like. To, to feel like, yes, we care about summer. We're making stuff happen. This is a good ritual to like check things off this list. Yeah, let's go for ice cream. It's like ice cream's the, it's the gimme. Let's go wake the kids up. Let's go for ice cream right now. <laughs> no. no. Okay. No. All right. Um, so with the, sometimes when we have things like that on the list, we'll just put a tally mark next to it. So we can mm. see, oh, look, we... Went for ice cream. We did rack up a bunch of those one year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, going for bike rides. That's yeah. something, um, you know, we put on the list. And then um, I think then we also, separate line item on the list, bike to ice cream. That is, that's a powerful item. That is. Yep. It's like it's like a two for one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a three for one if it has its own line item. Because we could check off bike ride, we could check off ice cream, and we could check off bike for ice cream. <laughs> Well, now it just sounds like, yeah, I guess we, we get into that because some there are, okay, so there have been weeks, like think about how this has gone before. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're reminding me of um, some summers, this, this, the bucket list doesn't, doesn't change at a rate that I, I, I think we hoped in the beginning, right? right? Because of, you know, you got your week to week flows of commitments and chores and things and you get to the weekend and and maybe it's just you know those those activities that that just we never put on the bucket list you know maybe it's birthday parties maybe it's whatever right and so we don't get to it but then you're like oh wait a minute we got to get some things up Yep, we Done. had to get things off the bucket list. And yeah. we try, and that's why I think we need to take another swing at the version we've got now is to put more concrete, um, you know, things, um, bigger activities maybe. Hmm. Um, you know, sometimes we'll put like the State Fair or the Renaissance Festival or some type of um, something that has an actual calendar date, right? Instead of just things uh, you can go and do. That's a good point. Uh, events. Mm-hmm. I think events is the word I can't come up with. It's clear by now, right, that I'm the tired one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Things that have dates. What is that called? <laughs> events. It's called calendar.google.com. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, then yeah, what else? Like, So when has this, like... Why do you think this stuck around for you? Like, what's like the big thing that... Because I feel like, for me personally, I can get too busy anytime, but particularly in the summer. And before you know it, summer's done, and I don't feel like I've, air quote, done anything. Oh, okay. Um, And then I've also had times, and you and I have talked about this, and I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, where, you know, you look at social media and you see you know, all your friends or your acquaintances or just your social media people um, going out and doing great things. Oh, sure. Right? And I feel like, oh, I, you know, I just want to stay home all weekend sometimes. Um, (laughs) And so then I feel like, oh, we should go out and do more. We should experience, um, you know, we went and we talked about it on the podcast. We went to the Maker Fair and had a wonderful time, had an excellent experience, mm-hmm. you know. So I would have been. Um, I'm glad we had that experience. Let me put it that way. I'm. Well, I would. I would. Let's see. Not so to, not to go into wild assumption land, but I think there's probably times when 
some of the things that we share on Instagram and whatnot may may have some folks going, ah, I should get out and wonder, you know, thinking the same kinds of things. Sure. There's just some some kind of side effect, I think, of uh, social media. Yeah, social media, and, yeah. and the, you know, it's, it's like, how do you feel at the time when you're picking that thing up, and uh, and whether you're you're consuming or broadcasting, either way. Yeah, and then ah. Uh, and I, and then well, I guess what that's what is that experience like for you? Because for the most, I've gone through that sometimes where I pick up Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think, oh wow, look at look at where they're at. Look at this person's, you know, oh, doing a, this amazing thing. That's that's a that's a really nice, uh, you know, Tesla at a campground, right? <laughs> like, ugh, holy moly! Should take my Tesla to a campground. <laughs> and I'm like. That that would be nice, and um, but at the same time, there's I think I for me, and it's I know it's different for everybody, but like I, I get a lot of, um, it's it's nice to see people doing doing things that seem um, nourishing and fun, yeah, and what have you. Yeah. So so, but but boy, I don't know. I get the I get how it, that that can work both ways. Well, and again, for me, that's one of the reasons that the bucket list. Um, feels like a good tool because I can be more thoughtful about um, what do I truly want to do? What are the experiences I want to have? What are the experiences I want to share with my family? Mm -hmm. Um, What are the experiences my family is interested in? Mm -hmm. You know, what are things that you want to do, Robbie? What are things that the kids want to do um, other than buy a horse and go to the mall of America? Um, (laughs) Because that's always on their list. Also, um, so, you know, but what are things that they're interested in so that we can um, make sure that we're having those experiences and that it's not, you know, oh, gee, you know, everybody on social media, you know, did X, Y, or Z, so now I have to do it. No, it's, here's my list of what's important to me. Uh, totally. And it's a collaborative tool where it's, yeah. yeah, it is our collective voice. It isn't yeah. sort of, oh, this is what Kate says we should do list. This is what, you know, I say we should, you know, yeah. or, or, or like, this is our collection of, of the everything, you know, every wild, um, like thing that was inspired by an episode of, um, mutton stuff. Right. Oh, mutton stuff. Because I imagine mutton stuff could generate a lot of summer bucket list. Yeah. Well, and I think we do try to make, you know, the creative things they come up with. We try to to find a way to incorporate like the whole horse thing. We have um, more than once gone to events where we knew there was going to be ponies. Totally. That the kids could, you know, could then ride the ponies and, hey, look, you wanted to ride horses this summer. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we did the the corn maze and pumpkin patch yeah. that had the horses and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is, uh, right. I mean, everyone's, it's, it's like everyone's voice matters and how do we make this all work together and, uh, like do something meaningful with our time. But yet at the same time, like, like, so the, the other side of this, which is, um, mm, so, I, I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. It's like, why would you need a bucket list? Just wake up and, you know, go do something awesome every weekend. Right. I mean, there's newspapers, there's you what? Know, newsletters. 
right? There's news what? Sure. Not, <laughs> true. Yeah, right. Not in our house. But like, um, I mean, there are there are things that that there's the internet. In. Yeah, there's the. We could yeah. get up every Saturday and. Google all of the events. And that'd be one way to do it, right? That'd be just another approach to it. Oh, and heck, there are, yeah, there are apps that I don't know if they've they've been able to stick around because, you know, running a business is really tough. But I remember going to a, a local, uh, um, let's see, what was it? One of those events the, the from the Mini Stark Mini Demo, right? Where uh, someone was, and that, that's like a local uh, Minneapolis area, um, Sometimes established businesses, sometimes just individuals, they 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 will demo and share some kind of thing they're they're making, which or which could be like, oh, hey, sure. I'm starting a business, and you know, I really need funding. Or sometimes it's like, you know what, I stay up late and I made a thing, or or whatever, right? Yeah. Or like, anyway. So I know that I've come across uh, apps that yeah. people make where it's like, here's awesome kid stuff. Go here's do the these calendars. Things. Yeah, you know, remember yeah. these great organizations near you. Go look at them. Check them out. Anyway, so like the like why why have the pressure of this external reminder? Isn't it? Uh, I'm trying. I'm really pushing to try to role play a, a devil's advocate. Isn't isn't it? Uh, isn't it stressful having this? No. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. Nothing bad. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. No, I like it so too. So I I mean it's it, we absolutely could do that. That would be just another approach on the same thing. And and I think if that works for people, I would absolutely encourage them okay. to do to do just that, right? So maybe you have every Saturday morning we get up and we make breakfast as a family and then we go to the, um, you know, the Minnesota parent family calendar, you mm-hmm. know, that's a local magazine and they, they oh. have a calendar, right? So we go nice. to the, go to their calendar and we look at all the things that we could do and we vote and pick one and away we go. I think, um, you know, that's absolutely a way to do it. I think some of the reasons that wouldn't work, that doesn't work for me as much is just, I like having kind of a whole, um, list and we usually just throw our, throw ours onto like one piece of paper, right? Mm-hmm. So I type it up in a doc and, and we put it on one piece of paper with this bulleted list. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I try to do is as we're kind of finalizing the list is make sure that we have a balance of things that, um, cost money and things that don't cost money mm. so that it's not every weekend about going out and spending um, money on some big event that's going to have, you know, an entrance fee and then you're going to pay, you know, for the food and the drink and the whatever. And then, you know, if you're going to do some type of souvenir thing, you know, um, so those coupled with, um, you know, free events. Um, that's a really good point whether they be in the community or however that's kind of set up. Uh, I mean, I think there's a, um, so, okay, I guess I, I'm, I'm chucking my devil's advocate hat, you know, right on out the window as far as I can. And, (laughs) and now I'm, uh, so one of the things that is super beneficial of it is that this, this list isn't, um, just, it has the benefit of not being so in the moment where it's been thought through where you can be in the moment and pick what you can from it and knowing you have got this curated collection of a variety of things addressing different needs, all of our voices, different, you know, some different budgets and also like, 
I don't know, how do you say like like logistic stuff? Mm-hmm. Like some oh, things absolutely. are like a longer drive or a shorter drive or this will be probably crowded and that won't be. And Yep, making a mix of those because yeah. we have different kind of moods in our family of, mm-hmm. of what people prefer. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so it's I just... That it ends up being a like a a good mix of those things. Should we share some of the things on there? One or? more thing I want to okay. say before before you share the stuff on the and yeah, I mean again, I don't consider Just this the final list, but okay. yeah, um, we don't get to everything on the list, and for me, that's also important and intentional that we can look back and kind of reflect at the end of summer about you know here are the things we got done and here are the things we didn't and. You know, um, I know for many years, I always, I was the one who put it on the list. I always put, um, go to an outdoor movie on the list Mm. and we never have done it. And the reason we've never done it is because our kids are not the right age for a movie that doesn't start until 10 PM, Mm -hmm. even though they're kids movies. Um, we hate mosquitoes (laughs) and the bug, like there's been a couple of years we're like, well, you know, maybe it would work this year. You know, or this time of year, right? Maybe it was a little later in the summer. And so I think last year we were close to it. We're like, this is actually really close to where we live. And yeah, it was a good movie. I don't remember what it was, but it there were so many things that lined up. Yep. Except it was epically terrible mosquito weather. Yeah. And it was like we would have to cake ourselves in chemicals and go sit on the grass. Yeah. And crowd and mosquito. So anyway, it's just kind of funny. That's one that that we've (laughs) just never done. And it's been on the list for me. And it's not on the list this year yet. But okay. So now like, but actually having it there, we can think like, well, why is, why was that important? And what are there some other ways where we could? Well, which is what we've done. So we've done family slumber parties, right? Mm -hmm. Where we, you know, watch movies late at night and slumber party in the basement and, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, make it our own, have popcorn and ice cream and. More ice cream. <laughs> we should get an ice cream sponsor, I'm thinking. We should. We have an ice cream maker. We make our own ice cream. We have, yeah. I love making ice cream. Yeah, it's, it, I'm surprised that it's uh, it's quite good. You're surprised that it's good? Uh, yes, I am. I mean, I think that the, I guess I've experienced some homemade things in, I, I don't know, maybe it was grown up. Where like they're the best, like there's nothing else in the world that can compare to a homemade thing. But then, Dunna. other other things homemade aren't so great. So whatever. But yeah, really good. So what's on our list right now? Okay, we've for got, this summer. Let's see. So we have roughly, um, what two columns of about six things or so. So it's like six to thir- or twelve to thirteen things. Here's the rough draft part of this, where I see go on bike rides. We should we should uh, try to, I guess yeah. Oh, okay, so sometimes th- there's a <laughs> this is the bucket list hack right where um, go on bike rides could have one or more hash marks. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So that's where I was I was wrestling with just even reading that one, uh, and then bike somewhere to eat. Yeah. Is a wonderful activity. Okay. Then let's pick something not bike related. Ooh, have a water balloon fight. Yes. That's a good one. I think you and I will win. <laughs> oh, yeah. We tried to, to, to get them, the kids trained up a little bit with water balloons. and They're, they're not very good. They're really not good at it yet. No. So we could dominate. We will. <laughs> Since it's like 60 degrees here this weekend, we won't do it this weekend. Nope. But when it gets really hot, 
we're going to fire up. We also, I have to do put in a, a play, a plug for the new, uh, water balloon system, right? Where you can the, fill the, up like the bundles. 40 balloons at a time. Yeah. Um, those are so slick. If you haven't tried them yet, they are worth it. They're worth every penny. They're amazing. Although I was joking, um, with some parents the other day when we were, we were doing them with the kids in the backyard, you know, these kids don't understand what it was like to stand at the kitchen sink and have to fill each balloon individually. And then you have your hands like raw from tying each balloon because you don't have to tie them. They've got these little, um, little tiny things that slide down. Yeah. They're like very tight binders that, um, I mean, every little, every element of like how the, the, the composition of that binder plus the composition of the straw that is, is stuck in the binder that it's wrapped around the balloon and how sturdy the balloon is to put up with the water filling phase and how they can pop right off. I mean, this has been figured out and -hmm. it's amazing and it's so, so optimized. I mean, the only way it could be better is literally if a drone handed you uh, an avalanche of water balloons. Yeah, said, Here I would say the only downfall is we had four kids go through about um, three hundred, about three hundred balloons mm-hmm. in less than a half hour. Yeah, that's now, kind of mind-boggling. I kept filling them right away, right? Like I, because I would fill thirty at a time, and I could have, you know, said, "Oh no, you know, keep playing or yeah. go do something else." And I just kept filling them up because, you know, hey, we were there to have fun and play water balloons. But that was the only thing where. You know, 300 water balloons back in the day would have lasted me all day. I don't know if I touched 300 water balloons in my whole childhood. (laughs) So anyway, water balloon fight, that's on the list. Yeah, I mean, you made them count is is the other thing. I agree. And actually, these were built to break, too. I mean, sometimes, you know, as a kid, you chuck a water balloon and it would just whack them in the face like slap. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing would come out. Yeah. Other than someone like a single tear. (laughs) Like, oh. (laughs) Anyway. So, how about you? What are what are a couple things? Well, there's a couple like on the list pick? I'm super excited about. So yeah. we have a park system in um, near where we live um, that I would say is probably within like a, I'm going to say a 40 to 50 mile not 50 mile radius mm-hmm. of where we live. And there's in the park system there's probably 20 to 30 different parks. And so I put on the list, like, we're just going to make that park system our own, and we're going to see how many parks we can visit in that park system. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm pretty excited about that one, because then that's, you know, we've got this separate list, and we're just going to go through and check things off the list. Some of them are a block from our house. There's, let's see, one, two, three, three of those parks um, within walking distance. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, there's some that are 40 miles away. Which may sound like quite a commute, and you know th- that's true. But then, like the the super hardcore, um, probably would take someone five to ten years to do it. But like, if if one would make it a goal to go to all of the state parks in Minnesota, oh geez, that is epic. And this is like the the way more friendly version of that. yeah. This is like let's just simplify down and do the. Um, just the well it's the three rivers park system so the three rivers park system which is just local um, they're more local closer closer to us Mm -hmm. Um, i think those will be fantastic so i'm super excited about that one and then there's one that you put on the list much to my surprise and excitement 
Well, I am. I think in a this moment is of weakness, maybe? This, <laughs> nope. You don't call me your amazing punk partner for nothing. I don't. You don't. Um, I, I, I knew that it, it was, it's just time to go camping again. I love to go camp. I love camping. I am a camper. I love to camp. I love everything about it. I love hiking. I love climbing. I love camping. I love tents. Um, and you are a happy camper. I am a happy camper. I have uh-huh. coordinated large camping trips, small camping trips, just go for one overnight, go for a week. You name it, I've camped it. Mm-hmm. And um, we have all the gear. I used to work in a camping store. We've got all the gear. Um, <laughs> and we haven't gone camping in a number of years. Um, our second child was not... Uh, an easy ch- it was not an easy baby and was not a great traveler early on. Yeah. And so, you know, we're also realists in that it would not have been an enjoyable experience. Yeah. And, so, and this is where you get into really dangerous, like comparing kid territory, or whatever. It's just that kids, and I'm not saying you're doing that. It's just like, even to share the info where, yeah. you know, by way of comparison, we did, you know, we were like, yeah, we our, our, our eldest was camping at like six or seven months. Right? Yeah, she was. And, uh, and then, uh, <laughs> oh, the camping stories I could tell there. I don't know that those were always the wisest. Well, you know, we, made we it had work. fun. Oh my God. It was so much and, fun. And, um, and just, you know, different kids have different, um, temperaments and needs and whatnot. And, and that's all right. I mean, I am honestly of different temperaments and needs than you by like miles and miles when it comes to camping. So anyway, I was very excited this year when we were doing the bucket list and you were like, we should go camping. And you said in front of the kids and they like about jumped out of their heads, even though the little one doesn't really know what that means. She got excited just because her older sister got excited. Well, and she knows a little bit. I mean, we've, we've got some camping gear. We've, yeah, we'll, we'll we've been practicing. During, yeah. I mean, doing, doing the, the, um, sort of the slumber parties and whatnot that we, that we set up. Yeah. So it's, um, it's not totally alien. No, it's not. And, and we're going to go camping. This seems like the right time. Yep. I'm super excited. So that's on the list. Now I will say that I have booked a camping trip that is very close to home. And um, it's just a weekend. And I think it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> cool. And we'll see how it goes. We will. We might podcast about it. Or oh, I'm sure we will. it might be unspeakable. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll <laughs> it see. Could be either. It'll be good. Who knows? It'll be good. So that's on the list. Um, farmers markets on the list. Um, you know, we the going to the Maker Fair, which mm-hmm. we have done and we've podcasted about. That was on the list as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of great things and a lot of fun things. And like I said, we need to put a few more things on there. Definitely, and you know, summer summer is is underway. Um, both the sort happy of the summer, by the way, summer, and then the real summer of like, you know, the summer solstice just happened. Yep. We, and so we're really here. So yeah. Happy summer. Yeah. Happy summer. That's fantastic. Well, I think we should, uh, hit some picks. Sounds awesome. What is, uh, what's your pick? I am, um, cheating today. What? I am a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater really? on my pick That's today. That's my job. What's up? I have the art pick. And my pick is both art and science. Okay. Well, all right. It even has science in the name, which makes it a little like, oh. I know, right? 
But it's both art and science. And my pick is something that also, because I'm all into tying everything together tonight, something that's going to be added to our bucket list. Whoa. I know, right? Um, And it's called The Science Behind Pixar. So at the Science Museum of Science Museum of Minnesota, right now through um, through summer through Labor Day, um, they have a traveling exhibit called the the Science of Pixar, the Science Behind Pixar. So it's got Buzz Lightyear, it's got you know the Monsters Inc. guys, it's got um, Dory. That's pretty cool. So there are, I mean, they, they did do a lot of invention over the years. Yeah. I imagine continued to do so because yeah. of the space that they work in. So this is and a new special exhibition. 3D modeling and that, rendering. Yep, yep. Gives us an unparalleled look at Pixar's filmmaking process and lets us explore the science and technology that brings life to the world's most beloved animated films. Um, this is the first stop of the traveling exhibit, which is why I wanted to bring it to this podcast. So it's happening in Minnesota, but it is a traveling exhibit. And so wow. it will be moving around to other cities as well. That's it looks like cool. it was put together with Pixar and one of the, um, the Science Museum of Boston actually is who helped put, um, build this and put it together. Oh, So there's um, a whole piece on the characters where you can kind of... Um, hang out and play around with the characters and there's like all these photo ops available and then there's um, the filmmaking process and again the science museum has been doing a lot of this um, very interactive so they have more than 40 interactive elements Hmm. um, that you could that you and kids and everybody can kind of interact with around the filmmaking process and then there's um, some artist perspectives as well so um, in certain areas, they'll have like recordings from the artists that worked on um, the Pixar films. Okay, that sounds totally awesome. So and, uh, it's art and it's science. Yeah. It's at the Science Museum of Minnesota through the summer, and it's going to be going on, on our bucket list. <laughs> A lot of good connections there. Um, I don't have quite that connected of a pick. <laughs> but um, but okay, I... I, I I am on the same wavelength when when it, when it comes to the mixing the artness and the science. Oh, cool! Surprise, but uh, or not surprise. This is uh, so I have this pick that's kind of weird. It's 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 um, I like to keep an eye out for interesting, uh, helpful enabling enabling uh, data visualization things, and especially oh, yeah. if they're they're sort of. Um, you know, JavaScript related and whatnot. And so something came across my radar called Cindy JS and I haven't played with that yet. I don't know if that's my pick or if I'm like, Oh, I love this tech. <laughs> when will but you they tell have us a demo, right? When will I tell you, uh, you know, who knows at some point it's on my radar. We'll see. I've got lots of other things, you know, in front of it, but like it's, um, it has your normal, okay, this is meant to show, um, it, actually, it's not normal. It's not like, oh, this is all about making easy pie charts and bar graphs. It's got like these area graphs and tree graphs and like things that are not as typical. Plus, they do 3D and fractals and other. It's like, hey, this is fra- this is fascinating. And I, it's based on your data, like you can upload your yeah. data into? Yeah, totally. And, and it's, um, I mean, you're meant to essentially load some data in JavaScript and, and then be able to uh, feed a data structure at something that's visualizing it 
right? Yeah, so like yeah, no, the, I get it. And that thing would be generating nodes on a tree graph. Cool. Or who knows? Uh, it seems flexible and intriguing, but like one of the things I do when I kick the tires or start to, or, or decide if, do I want to play with this JavaScript thing or not, is I'll, I'll check out the gallery of examples and there's this really, really cool example in, and you don't need to know or care about any of the things I just said, just that, that there is a web page to go to where, and then we'll link to it in the show notes, that has um, an interpretation of uh, an M.C. Escher uh, painting, right, or a lithograph that is um, what's called a print gallery. Uh-huh. And watch, uh, so I'll show Kate what, what happens here is uh, you can turn on the animation via this zoom slider and all of a sudden like the the picture sort of zooms in on itself and does reappear right where oh the picture ooh, is located that was, in, the, in the picture that was kind of creepy yeah and then you can do weird, weird things of, of showing of, of like picking where the central distortion point is and then in in how loopy and curvy of a way this thing is appearing within itself it just and changed so, direction. Totally, yeah. So it depends on. So that's when uh, there's a um, there's a graph, and so you've got the the x axis, x axis, and y axis, and then if you move the dot around on there, it will be zooming out oh, or wow. zooming in, right? So I went positive on the, yeah. the x axis, and it's zooming in, and then uh, um, on the y axis, you can you can see where it it will be, then picking a different part of the image to zoom in on. So now I sort of flattened it out by going essentially to um, on the y, axis. Y, uh, x, um, x1, y0. But if you go to the, the example starts out at essentially x1, y minus 1, right? So This is really cool. People are going to have to get out and play with this. Yeah, totally fun to play with. But then you can go check out the actual... Um, and by the way, this is the science pick <laughs> because it's it's dealing with the data visualization library and all that. And and um, this was how. Um, so I, I read a little bit about this, but I am no expert. But it seems that there was um, some folks described the Drosta effect, which is uh, an image that is self-referencing. And then if you look at the original M.C. Escher, I think one can definitely come to their position about, well, based on how it's curved, it is self-referential. Imagine this effect, but like, if you also look at it, it doesn't really repeat its elements like this example does. I, or the, like the Droste effect describes, but I'm no scholar on this. So, but it's interesting, both the, the Wikipedia article describing, um, the, uh, um, uh, the MC Escher, uh, print gallery image and of course uh, this page so yeah very cool that's my i like it excellent well that wraps us up for today we are the art and science punks coming to you each week with stories of art science and creativity and oftentimes our struggles even successes of balancing our personal passions with work and family and art and science punks has a blog at art and science and on twitter at Art Science Punks. You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.fireside.fm or on Apple Podcasts and Google Play Podcasts, where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. You can always tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter. 
And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Have a great night. So you could turn into um, uh, the, a, a Saiyan ape and go punch pillows. I could go punch pillows. You know, so Pinterest has like a million summer bucket lists. Oh, really? A million. And some of these things, no, I would never do. Give, give me an example of, of these. No, thank you. Shaving cream and food dye twister. Here's a paint slip and slide. Great summer activity. Have everyone wear white clothes. In this world, you are the canvas. 